I haven't done an episode in a while because I was busy doing uncle duties. I've been very busy doing uncle duties. Um, I've actually been been closing out my first half of um of my university, my summer university classes. I'm done with one half, and I'm starting out with another half. Um, then, like, since I'm doing English, I had to write a lot, read a lot, um, do a lot of things. Um, not, unfortunately, I wasn't able to solve for hunger yet, but, I mean, we're getting there. And, yeah, um, today's show is the preview show of The Forbidden Door. Um, uh, welcome to the Robin Stump Wrestling Podcast. I'm your stuttering host, Black Hat Sammy, not even wearing a black hat. Although, I do have the original race hat with me. It's black, it has the old gradient Tampa Bay and stuff, and has a devil ray flying through. Um, yeah, and today's episode is the preview show to The Forbidden Door. I'm gonna call this episode, um, The Cursed Forbidden Door Preview Show. Yeah, because the show's apparently cursed, but I'm still gonna do my picks. Um, I'm trying to speak as quietly as possible, because I don't want, because I don't want anyone bothering me, nor do I want to bother anyone. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's past midnight, 45 minutes past midnight, actually, it's like 15 minutes until 1 o'clock in the morning, but today is like the day of the Forbidden Door show, where AEW New Japan do their show together, highly anticipated, but I mean, the card, they say it's underwhelming, I think it's underwhelming, but it's still a very strong card, and with that out of the way, um, yeah, let's ride, I suppose, um, but before we get started, I just want to, like, address some things. Um, yeah, for those fa- for those for those of you that are, like, upset about, like, Forbidden Door and stuff, or saying, like, Forbidden Door is, like, like the card that has been, like, underwhelming and stuff, like, there has been no build whatsoever. I mean, there's been a build, but it's not the best build on Earth. We can all admit to that. Um, if you're gonna say the card's underwhelming... Um, yeah, the card has been underwhelming, but you still gotta admit, it is a very strong card. Especially, even though New Japan has been, like, has seen its injuries and stuff, and curses, I mean, they still were able to hand out, like, the best card as humanly possible. And AEW, with the, with the many things that's been going on over the past month or so, um, they, they were, they were still able to deliver us a card that's, like, that's been actually pretty good, and like they've been deliver they've been delivering over the over the past couple months. I mean, well, this month in particular with everything against them. Um, could the card be better? Of course, but hopefully there's gonna be a lot more for Ben Doors. Um, hopefully next year's probably gonna be in Japan, probably over like what the Yokohama Super Arena or the Saitama Super Arena, one of the Super Arenas. Uh, but so far, the card's been good. Card's been good. It's, like, it's still a very strong card. Very strong and solid card. And if you want to complain about it, I'm not the person to be arguing with. Okay, nor nor can you cry me a river, okay? Like, go cry to somebody else. I understand your points, but just enjoy the goddamn show, please. And and also keep in mind of the wrestlers, okay? Not everyone is gonna is able to perform because they are injured, they're sick, 
they're not able to travel. It's a long, complicated song and dance. I wish, like, yeah, I wish um Naito was there too, but no, he's not there. I wish Andrade wrestled. No, he's not there because of goddamn politics with tri- with AAA and CMLL. That you're gonna have to take up with them. So, not me. Although I do want to take up with them too, but it's not my place. Yeah, that's just my little rant out of my way, out of the way. Um, let's go with the previous show actually. Now, should I address like what's been going on with wrestling in the past month? No, it's like I'll admit a lot of bastard crazy has been. Well, a lot of bastard crazy things has been going on with wrestling. Um, but that's already. But my opinions have already been said. Okay. I'm just, like, trying to get back, trying to, like, pick up or, like, not even where I left off, but, like, pick up where, like, we're about to go. So, um, where we're about to go is we're about to go to the Forbidden Door. The Forbidden Door over the United Center in Chicago, Illinois. Um, the new Madhouse by Madison or Madhouse on Madison. Yeah, the Madhouse on Madison where the Blackhawks and the Bulls play. Um, also where CM Punk made his AEW debut. Unfortunately, he couldn't be there with us. Because he got a boo-boo um, on his leg. He got hurt. So he'll be out of action. Daniel Bryan. Um, I was about to say Daniel Bryan. Ryan Danielson. He was supposed to wrestle for Bindor against Zack Sabre Jr. Um, he, got, he got hurt. But not for long. I mean. I guess he'll take a little rest. Hope everything's well. Um, he said he got a replacement. So we're going to talk about that later. Who I think it is. And why I'm probably going to be wrong. Um, yeah, and Kenny Omega's also hurt as well, um, but I don't think Kenny Omega's coming back. Is he kind of come, or maybe, maybe he's not coming back, maybe he is coming back. I honestly have no idea. You people know better than I do. I just try to give out my best guesstimation and just, um, say my opinions, even though my opinions are not, are just worth two bits. That's all, just worth two bits. So, yeah, um... Yeah, uh, yeah. With that goddamn soliloquy out of the way, um, let's make our predictions. Starting with the, with the buy-in, the pre-show, the pre, the AEW pre-show buy-in. Where I'm definitely not gonna buy the show because I'm trying to save on funds. Um, blood second vampires taking over this country. Well, they took over this country. They want more or more money, like their Dutch Vanderlyn trying to go to Tahiti. Read the redemption reference, by the way. Um, the pre-show. So, I think the first match that's going to take place is probably Swerve in Our Glory going against Suzuki Gun. I think it's probably going to be Suzuki Gun. I'm probably going to be wrong because it's yeah, yeah, it's Swerve in Our Glory. It's Swerve Strickland and Keith Lee, two of like the most popular wrestlers in like AEW ever since they debuted months ago. Um. I personally feel like Keith Lee's gonna cost Swerve Strickland the match, and I think Desperado and um I think Desperado and um say Yoshinobu Kanemaru, Uncle Kanemaru, Drunk Man Kanemaru, Drunkle Kanemaru, I think they're gonna be able to get a win, and that starts off a good night for Suzuki Gun, or it could be Swerve Strickland tagging himself in and irritating Keith Lee more, but I'm gonna go with um. Sake of argument, I'm gonna go with um Suzuki Gun. Suzuki Gun. They're gonna the the representation from Suzuki Gun is gonna get the win. Next we have the factory 
um, team of QT Marshall and Aaron Solo going against um, going against Bishamon, team of Hiroki Goto and Yoshihashi representing Chaos. I'm going to go with the boys from Chaos. I'm going to go with Yoshihashi and Hiroki Goto to get the win. Um, QT Marshall, or as he likes, or if I'm supposed to say it correctly, um, according to him, um, QT Marshall um, and Aaron Solo, they're going to provide a good fight, but not going to be enough to outdo the talent of Hiroki Goto and um, and Yoshihashi, who's improved for the last couple of years, which is amazing. He went from the most hated um, wrestler in like New Japan, to and the most joked about too, or the most joked at too. Um, to now he's like respect. Now he's like highly respected, uh, highly respected veteran. I am gonna go with, I'm gonna go with um, Bishamon here to beat the factory. And lastly, for the pre-show, um, it's the Gun Club and Max Caster going against Young Boys, the New Japan Young Boys representing um LA Dojo and whatnot. Yeah, LA Dojo actually, which is like North American Young Boys. I'm gonna go with the Gun Club and Max Caster beating LA Dojo, and simply because I like the Gun Club with the acclaimed. It's such like. I mean, oh my god, it's it's comedic, yes, but I actually like this com- comedic wrestling, I do, and I think they're going to beat the LA Dojo, plus Billy Gunn's there, and Billy Gunn's like too damn experienced, I think Billy Gunn picks up the, I think Billy Gunn, Max Caster, Austin Colton, they're just going to stack up on, um, on, on like one of the LA Dojo guys, I don't know, Kevin Knight or, or, or the DKC, whoever that is, um, they're going to pin one of them. It's not going to be Yuya, or it's not going to be Al Coughlin, but it's going to be one of them. It's going to be Kevin Knight, or it's going to be the DKC that's going to get pinned. And that's a pre-show. Um, that's a pre-show. Now we go on to the main, um, we go on to the main show. So, um, for the match between Zack Sabre Jr. and, um, and the replacement for Brian Danielson, I think the replacement is probably going to be Claudio, um, the former Antonio Cesaro, uh, but I could be wrong. It could be Johnny Gargano. It could be, it could be anyone, anyone, anything. It could be Konami from like Stardom, I guess, or Jungle Kiona. Could be anybody. Um, for sake of argument, I think like. Whoever replaces um Brian Danielson, the crowd's gonna like, um hopefully, but I think Zack Saber Jr. still wins, or it's gonna end up in a time limit draw. I don't I don't like picking against Zack Saber Jr. That's probably one thing. The other thing he has like he has like a nice English backside. Nah, well he does have a nice English backside, but along with that he got English techers to go along with that. One of the best technical wrestlers on earth. Um, you don't want to go against that cheeky bum, Zack Sabre Jr., because he's a cheeky bum. He's a smart bum, too, and a vegan bum. I'm going to go with Zack Sabre Jr. here, or a time limit draw. But if I had to choose Zack Sabre Jr., because I don't know who the replacement is, so. But I know, I hope the replacement kills it in this match, and he kills it in, like, in blood and guts over in Detroit. Probably not going to be the first match, but it's whatever. 
Okay, so next match, by the way, I'm reading from, from the, Wik the Wikipedia, I'm reading, like, in reverse order. So right now I'm, like, going from 12 to 4. Okay, so match number 2 in the main card. I think it's number 2, but it's not going to be actually number 2. I'm just reading it. I'm just going to read it off from, like, reverse order from Wikipedia, like I just mentioned. Young Bucks and El Fantasmo. Young Bucks back in Bullet Club, one night, one night only. They're teaming up with ELP and Hikaleo as Muscle. Um, going against due to Vatitude, Darby Allen, Sting, and Shingo Takagi. And Hiromu was supposed to be there. He wasn't able to travel because he had a fever. So it's just Darby Allen, Sting, and Shingo Takagi. So I think as nice as it's as nice at um as it sounds so due to Vatitude. Like I'll admit it was it's pretty nice. Um. It's a nice name, Dudes of Attitude. It's actually a funny name, actually, for me. Kind of sounds like one of those Super Nintendo games, like Dudes of Attitude. It's like kind of like a Street Fighter beat 'em up game type of like side scroller game, I guess. Like River City Beatdown or some or something like that. Like Dudes of Attitude available for the Super Nintendo and Sega Genesis. Um. I think dudes of attitude they're gonna they're gonna do good, but it's the young bucks and ELP and Hikaleos muscle. Yeah. Uh I think Darby's probably gonna get I think Darby's gonna get pinned by the by the Bucks. I think it's probably gonna be a heel snipe here, so but Shingo Takagi's probably gonna wrestle a few matches in America. So uh, yeah, that's kind of my pick. And, yeah, that's kind of my pick. I wish Aroma was in the match, but he's not in the match. Okay. Next, we got Thunder Rosa and Tony Storm, which I have a feeling that's going to be much later in the card. Um, so, this one's, this one's, I'm, I'm very conflicted. Most of the streets I've been to are saying Tony Storm over Thunder Rosa. The thing that worries me is that Tony Storm touched touched the title. Not only that, but she used the title as a weapon, and that's like that's a no no. That's cursed, and like this show is cursed already. And it just and like my tuition saying that Tony Storm is going to be able to, well, she's going to be able to lose against Thunder. Well, she should be able. No, ah man, I'm wording it wrong. Thunder Rosa should be able to beat Tony Storm just based off Tony Storm touching the belt. But I'm going to go by against my better tuition and I'm I'm going to go with the streets here. I'm going to go with the street with like most of the what what much most what most of the streets are saying. Most of the streets are saying that Tony Storm is going to be it's going to be Thunder Rosa. Though both are fan favorites, both are cult favorites. But I think Tony Storm as champion would be pretty nice if I do say so myself. Thunder Rosa, she got to go to Japan. I mean, who knows? It's a 50-50, but I'm going to pick Tony. I'm going to pick Tony here. Tony with, like, Jews watching. Not ringside, but probably in, like, one of the fancy PA boxes. Luxury boxes and stuff, popping champagnes and stuff, recovering from surgery and whatnot. Uh, hope, hope, 
hope hope for the best for Juice. Um, I hope Juice um recovers and and yeah, hope hope he he recovers, takes some time off, and and recovers at a hundred percent and wrestle at a hundred percent. Yeah, but I'm gonna go um Tony Storm here. Now this match, the three way winner takes all match for the ROH World Tag Team Championship and the IWGP Tag Team Championships. FDR going against Great O'Con and Jeff Cobb from the United Empire going against Rapunji Vice, a team of Trent Beretta and Rocky Romero. I'm it seems to me like the signs are just kinda like leading to an FTR versus Young Bucks match for like all the titles. Ooh. A lot of people are saying FTR. I want to say great. I want to say the United Empire. Oh, man. Is that our FTR, the United Empire? Rapunji Vice are going to get taken out by the rest of, like, the United Empire. So, yeah, that only means, um, or at least I think, um, United Empire is going to do a run in and, like, screw Rapunji Vice over. And screw, Ka- and screw the rest of Chaos over, of course. Oh, man, between the United Empire and FTR. Ooh. I'm gonna... Oh, man. I'm trying to think from last Friday who won in that match between FTR and the United Empire. I think it was the United Empire that won, or it was FTR that won. I think it was... I think... I think it was oh hey, I, that one I have to look up, but uh, I, I, that one I have to look up between um between the match between um Cash and um and Jeff, but that was a match that happened on Friday for Rampage the home the go home Rampage that was aired on Friday. That match was like completely crazy. Orange Cassidy came out, um, or Punchy Vice came. I mean, well. Tremperetta came out as well, hit Chris Jericho with a chair. Eddie Kingston came out of nowhere and assaulted Chris Jericho. Man, that match was just absolutely bonkers. The ending of it was bonkers. Um, Will Osprey got beaten up. Um, Dax performed a performed um he performed a pile driver on one of on one of the guys from Aussie Open. It was just chaos all around. Uh, it was chaos all around. Even Orange Cassidy beat um got a lick in on Jericho, and and he threw his jacket like five meters above Will Osprey. Yeah, so it was Jeff Cobb who defeated Cash Wheeler on the Go Home Show. That kind of seems like FTR is gonna win. And oh man, as much as I love Great Ocon and Jeff Cobb. I think FDR wins. However, I think Jeff Cobb and Great Ocon they get they get another match against FTR, and they win and they win the belt off FTR, the IWGP belts, IWGP um tag team belts that is, they win it back. I feel like I that's what I think, but I don't know. It could be for all three belts. Who knows? Who knows? They still have the AAA belts. Yeah, I think they do. They, 
Yeah, FDR still have the AAA belt, so I believe so. I have to look that up, but yeah, I think FDR beats on uh, beats both the United Empire and Rapunji Vice. Rapunji Vice gets taken out by United Empire. Chaos and United Empire brawl. Um, let's go. Dax pins Great Ocon. Yeah, that's how I think it's going to be a match. And that's eventually going to set up Young Bucks going against FTR. Eventually. And what's probably going to be the tag match of the decade. And probably a match of the year candidate in the next coming months. Right. So let's move along. Um, Will Osprey going against Orange Cassidy. A lot of people were upset that Orange Cassidy was some um, was selected as the opponent for Will Ospreay. I think this match is going to be a pretty good match because a lot of people they don't take Orange Cassidy seriously, but Orange Cassidy he's a great comic wrestler, but he's also a very good serious wrestler too. I mean, the guy like the guy wrestled against some um, against Kenny Omega for the belt for crying out loud, and like a lot of people love that shit. Um, but, but like, that's kind of like wrestling fans, just like, not like, you know, not being high on like comedy wrestlers, like wrestlers, like, like Orange, like Orange Cassidy. Well, news break. Well, here's the news break. In Tokyo Joshi Pro Wrestling, they have Hyper Misao, who's like a comedy, who's a comedy wrestler. She actually wrestled against some Shoko Nakajima a few months ago for the, for like the main belt. So, Comedy wrestlers, they know how to they they know how to fight. I still think well Osprey's gonna win though. Osprey's like a top five, top three candidate. I mean top three wrestler. He's definitely top five, top three candidate um for wrestler of the year. Uh I think Osprey beats Osprey beats Orange Cassidy via Os Cutter. And I've seen and I've seen Will Osprey go against um Go wrestle in like in, um in GCW. He had a good match against this kid, sixteen year old kid um from like the north from like the Pacific Northwest, and it was like a good match. It was so good that many say that's like that's a Madi candidate, match of the year candidate, and it was against Nick Wayne, this who AEW already signed. And that match was absolutely good. I saw the match. Like I saw I saw the match not in person, but I saw the I saw the match like while well, like I saw the match. It was just it it was good. It was a really 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 good match. Like it was a ridiculously good match. And I think Will Osprey, he's going to Will Osprey and Orange Cassidy they're gonna have like say I'd say like if you want to go in the Meltzer rating, uh, four and a half star match, but well Osprey going against Orange Cassidy is gonna be good and a lot of people are gonna be surprised about that. Right, so let's move on. Now we move on with the six with the six man tag match, and there's a stipulation here: the win the winning team receives the man event the man advantage for the blood and guts match that's going to be happening this Wednesday in Detroit, Michigan, the Little Caesars Arena where the Pistons and the, and the Red Wings play. Such a such an appropriate city to have a blood and guts match, um, since Detroit is like a city of fighters. 
you of course you had um you of course you had like fight night at the joe um who could forget malice at the palace and of course the giant fist of joe lewis so i'm gonna so let's so let's talk about who's in this match so on one corner you had Chris Jer you have Chris Jericho, Sam Guevara, and Minoru Suzuki with Ty Conti in, in um in their corner. Ty Conti living out the dream. Shout out to shout out to Ty Conti by the way. Big Minoru Suzuki fan. Always want to be side by side with Minoru Suzuki, one of the wrestlers he looks up to. And on the other side is Eddie Kingston, Willer Yuta, and Shooter Shota Umino. This I'm gonna go with Chris Jericho's side. Chris Jericho said, because, I mean, yes, Shooter's going to deliver, Wheeler's going to de deliver, Eddie's going to deliver. On the other side, you have Minoru Suzuki and Chris Jericho and Sammy Guevara. Sammy Guevara, as much as he's hated, he's still a darn good wrestler. Chris Jericho, I mean, I think how that match is going to end, you feel like Minoru Suzuki is going to deliver God's style pile driver. Sammy Guevara goes up top, hits, hits, hits Shooter. And then once Shooter gets up, Chris Jericho hits him with the with the Judas effect, um, reverse elbow bang. That's how I think it's gonna end. And I think um Chris Jericho's side, I think the Jericho Appreciation Society, the the Jericho Appreciation Society is gonna get the main advantage. Of course, there's gonna be a lot more chaos too, with um with Magic Matt Menard. Shout out to him for retweeting my tweets, um, a few weeks ago. Uh, Angelo Parker, Cool Hand Ange, um, Daniel Garcia is also going to be there. Um, Jake Hager is also going to be there. A lot of people are going to be there. It's going to be like the French. It's going to be like the French mistake scene from Blazing Saddles. So it's going to be glorious. It's going to be a work of art. Scorsese, no, but it's going to be beautiful. So I have Lasex Gods and Uncle Minoru um, beating Eddie's Eddie Wheeler and Shooter. Now, we move on to the four-way match. Um, we have pa we have Pac, Miro, Malachi Black, and Clark Connors. Clark Connors in for Tomohiro Ishii, who's unable to wrestle. I think, and this one's for the um, and this one's for the All Atlantic Championship, the inaugural All Atlantic Championship. I'm gonna go with oh boy. Oh man, this one's a tough one to pick. I think Clark Con Clark I mean I think Clark Connors he's he's going to like he's going to he's going to be able to keep up. I don't think he's going to win, but he's going to be able to keep up in this match. But you have Pack, Miro, Malachi Black. I mean, you can even make a case for Clark Connors too um for why they should be all Atlantic champs. Oh man. I think because of Pac and Malachi Black, Pac represents Death Triangle. Malachi, Malachi Black, he's honoring the House of Black. I think they cancel each other out. And I think Miro, I think Clark Connors is going to be able to keep up with them to the end. But I think Miro is going to pin Clark Connors. And I think Miro is going to be the All-Atlantic champion. I... I love to see. I would love to see Malachi Black and Pack have a belt. I really do. But they're too busy feuding with each other. House of Black. Um, 
like the House of Black, Death Triangle, Romeo and Juliet, Capulets, Montagues, no love interest, just just flat out dislike between one another. And I think the feud continues as much to the, to the dismay of um of a lot of people in the um a lot of people in like the wrestling community, but hey, I mean, if you're upset, I mean, if you're upset, hey, like you don't have to be. I mean, you can criticize it, but don't be too upset about it. There might be some more banger wrestling matches. I understand you want to end feuds. I want to end feuds, but at least, but at least with AEW, like they they um, they're not like WWE where like they melt the feuds and like everything just runs dry. But here in AEW, it could still be fresh. Um, the matches could at least be fresh. So I feel like, um, back to. Well, enough, um, enough, like, of the side conversation. I think Miro's gonna pin Clark Connors. But it's gonna be an awfully good match. And I think Miro becomes the AEW All-Atlantic champ. Am I gonna be wrong? Of course, but... I'm ready to be wrong, and I'm ready to be amazed. So, yeah, that's my prediction, and now we move on to the two last two, the last two matches. Okay, so the four-way match between IWGP for the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship. You have Jay White, who's the incumbent. Um, Kasuchika Okada, Hangman Adam Page, and Adam Cole, baby. Oh, man. I think it's too soon for Jay White to lose the belt. However, I do see him losing to Kasuchika Okada. But... I think Jay White is going to pin... Hangman Adam Page. Adam Cole's going to help him out. Adam Cole, like, he's not going to take the belt for himself. Bullet Club's more important to him. Like, the Undisputed Elite's more important to him. Kasuchika Okada's going to impress people. I think it's too early for Kasuchika Okada to regain the belt. I think Jay White retains. And plus, Jay White's a goddamn cool guy. I mean, oh my god. I love, I love him as a wrestler. He's a great promo, too. Love him. Love him on the mic. One of the best mic guys in the business. Um, definitely like top. He's definitely top ten. Definitely top five. Top three. That's gonna be that's gonna be up for debate right there. He could be top three, and that and you can make an argument for him being top three on the mic. And he's also and you can make an argument with for um for Jay White to be top three and um like top three wrestlers like. Worldwide, one of the best wrestlers. I think he's kind. Of, he's definitely top ten wrestling wise too. Um, not to disparage Kasuchika Okada, Hangman Adam Page, and Adam Cole, baby, but I think Jay White retains. Jay White retains top five wrestler, top five on the mic. Gonna go with him. Now, lastly, the main event: John Moxley, Hiroshi Tanahashi. Moxley always wanted this match. I think, and Hiroshi Tanahashi always wanted to make an impact at a big American company. And, well, it turns out that he's wrestling for the guys that own, that for the promotion that, for the guy that also owns Ring of Honor. I think Moxley is going to beat Hiroshi Tanahashi. And I think Moxley becomes the first two-time champ. I think, Moxley versus CM Punk is going to bang it, but 
Hiroshi Tanahashi versus CM Punk. That's also a good option here. And I wouldn't be surprised if Tanahashi picks up the win. But I'm going to go with Moxley here. I'm going to go with Moxley. I think the ace eventually gets an opponent. And yeah, that's my pick for um, for the Curse for Bindor. Um, if I'm going to get a lot of these wrong, then yeah, I'm going to get a lot of these wrongs. And I'll be the first one to admit that I got a lot of these wrong. Um, if I get some of these... And yeah, I know I'm going to get one a lot of these wrong. So I'm ready for it. I'm just doing this for fun. I'm just having fun. I'm just living in the moment. And that's all. And yeah, that's been today's episode of the Romp and Stomp Wrestling Podcast. Um, if you enjoy this, um, go check out my shit posting page on Twitter at Black Hat Sammy, where I occasionally talk politics and stuff, but I try to stay away from the political discord. It's not good for your health. And plus, why talk about politics when the why like here's a message, to wrestling fans, to my fellow members of the to my fellow members of like of of like the wrestling community and the world of wrestling, you don't have to talk politics. Because we already have enough of it backstage that hasn't been re- resolved. Um, just look at the Fed, man. I mean, there's enough politics to go around in the wrestling world. You're not to bring out that Republican-Democrat stuff. That's after work. But anyways, um, but anyways, yeah, that's been this episode of the Rompetown Wrestling Podcast. Um, hope you guys have a good night, good day, wherever you are, under the sun or under the moon. And yeah, I'll catch you guys on the other side of the sunset, or at a saloon, or at a saloon somewhere, or at a bar. Let's just, but yeah, maybe I'll get you some few drinks, but please, no fights. And also, don't break the piano. Don't fight the piano guy. The piano guy's gonna kick your ass. And that's the bottom line, because the piano guy said so, and yeah, that's it. And without further ado, I'll say I'll bit myself adieu. Bye bye.